gotta give me some dollars and cents, dollars and cents. President Trump and his legislative, really his top legislative priority, taking a major step forward as the Senate narrowly approved a budget vehicle for tax cuts. But uh, sharp divides over an array of non-binding amendments reveal that towering challenges he faces from here. Who said any of this was going to be easy? Let's talk about the latest moves regarding tax policy changes. Uh, Eric Wasson is congressional reporter at Bloomberg News. He joins us uh, along with uh, Isaac Boltanski, Senior Vice President and Policy Analyst at Compass Point Research and Trading, both of them joining us this Friday from Washington, D.C. Eric, get us up to speed. So where are we uh, with this top legislative priority of the president's? I think the most important development of last night was not actually the Senate passed the budget, but that it amended the budget at the last minute to put uh, provisions in there that House Speaker Paul Ryan had negotiated. This essentially smooths passage of the Senate budget in the House. You know, just talking now with some members of the House Freedom Caucus, uh, they're on board with this. It looks like the Moderate Tuesday group is on board. The Armed Services Defense Hawks are on board. So this really moves up the process by about three weeks, by most estimates. It's a very strong sign for tax reform. But the proof will be in the pudding next week. If the Ways and Means Committee can come out within the next couple of days with a tax bill, they did say that they would de- deliver a draft tax bill as soon as the Senate and House budget had agreed, been agreed upon, then we'll be on very uh, good track for this uh, House vote in early November. If there's further delays in that initial draft, then uh, things may be in trouble. All right. So, Isaac, what do you see as still some sticking, uh, sticky points that uh, might prevent this from going forward? So I, I agree with Eric. We haven't had the opportunity to talk about pleasant surprises that much uh, during during these past few months. Um, but, I, but I do caution that this is still in the early innings. And uh, I'm more broadly cautious just because I, I don't want to give them too much credit for doing what they were supposed to do and what they were expected to do. And so the way that I've framed it to clients is, yes, the GOP converted on third down. But they're still at their own 40-yard line at best, and the hardest work is ahead because we still haven't seen the legislative language. And that is when the lobbies and the entrenchedness in D.C. will really start to fight back. Well, and how does, Eric, uh, how do we take into account to House Speaker Paul Ryan saying today that Republicans will include a fourth income tax bracket in their tax overhaul plan so that the top owners do not see a big rate cut, right? This has been, you know, the, the president's put this tax legislation as something that's going to help the middle class, although many uh, from their analysis uh, said, well, wait a minute, this is going to help the wealthy. Um, how does what uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan is doing maybe help uh, what, what might happen going forward? Well, I think you have to look at the, the poll numbers, or at least the initial ones that are coming out on the tax framework that was released. The, the plan, at least as it's described so far, is not very popular. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, polling at like less than 30 percent popularity. That's a big problem for pushing such a huge legislative uh, initiative through. And one of the biggest problems is this idea, mostly coming out of the Tax Policy Center report, that's going to skew toward the wealthy. Now, Republicans are right to say that not all the details are there. We don't know the income thresholds for each of the tax brackets. So, you know, if they, if they play with that, for example, putting more money from the 25% bracket down to 12, it could benefit the middle class more. We just don't know the details, but those details that we do know would tend to benefit the wealthy. So 
Paul Ryan coming out on CBS uh, this morning and saying there's going to be that fourth tax bracket probably helps sell it. We don't know who's going to fall into that or what the number is. Steve Bannon famously said he wants a four in front of that number, wants a 40 percent or higher. Uh, you know, even if that only encapsulates a few billionaires, that may help at least with the public relations campaign on this. Isaac, does it matter um, that if we get some significant tax cuts, does it matter if we're going to see much more added to our deficit or the deficit rising? I mean, Republicans used to be against anything that added to the deficit. I think we're living in a new era. But does it matter? I think it does. And if you look at the, the Senate budget would allow $1.5 trillion in statically scored uh, tax cuts. But, you know, this is not an unlimited amount. There were some suggestions that Trump's earlier tax plan would uh, would cost $5 trillion. You know, they can't just be all sugar and no cuts. And that's the, uh, you know, to, to, to loopholes. So that's the real problem here. And one of the biggest ones, the $1.5 trillion in pay-fors coming from the state and local tax deduction elimination is already under five. It looks like there's a compromise on the table that could whittle that down by half or more. So, you know, as, as the analyst was pointing out, you know, this is a, the real issue is who's going to be the loser, who's going to be held, uh, holding the bag here, and we don't know those details yet. What about state and local income taxes, Eric? Where are we on that issue? Just got about 30 seconds here. Uh, it looks like a compromise could be hatched where property taxes remain deductible but not income tax. That's what Tom MacArthur uh, told us this week. He's the uh, representative from New Jersey. And what's our timeline, Eric? Uh, what's the next step here? Just quickly. Next, next step uh, could be release of the bill as early as uh, this time next week. All right. It certainly will keep us all busy. Eric Wasson, uh, congressional reporter at Bloomberg News, joining us from the nation's capital, along with Isaac Boltanski, senior vice president and policy analyst at Compass Point Research and Trading, also joining us on the phone from Washington, D.C. Check out all stories having to do with uh, tax reform, tax legislation. Just go to Bloomberg.com. Quick check on the markets for you on this Friday. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 136 points, up six-tenths of a percent. S&P, a gain of 11 a half a percent gain. NASDAQ, it is up about 25 points, up four-tenths of a percent. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio.